Welcome back into Arrowhead Pride Radio, presented by Village West Discount Liquors. Pete Sweeney hanging out with Kent Swanson as we get ready for Sunday Night Football. You just heard about the Arrowhead Pride tailgate. That starts at 5.20 p.m. on Sunday night, taking you right up until Chiefs Packers. Matt Moore, we expect, <laughs> versus Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> but in this game, we are not going to be relying on on quarterback play. Not we're, going at be, all. we're going to be relying on defensive play. And we hope that the defense looks a lot more like they did against the Denver Broncos than the Houston Texans. Craig Stout, welcome onto Arrowhead Pride Radio. You got to watch these two games up close and personal, grade the film. What did you learn from this chunk uh, of, of Chiefs play on the defensive side? I learned that they need to burn the Houston film and never watch that again. <laughs> There's very little to take from it. And then the Denver Broncos, getting Anthony Hitchens back, playing with that kind of intensity, showing what they can do, rotating Tyron Matthew in the box. I've said it several times throughout the course of this season already, that getting another cornerback would allow him to play in the box, kind of help shore up the run defense. We saw that. And the addition of Reggie Ragland playing the Sam linebacker role, that just kind of helped stouten everything up. Everybody played together and was gap sound throughout the entire front. It was just really nice to see. I think that we'll probably get a little closer to that than we will what we saw against Houston this Sunday prior to that game. I want to ask you about Anthony Hitchens, but first I, I need to ask about the guy that everyone always has their eyes on. We're talking about Frank Clark. Did you see some true progress? Can he build upon that in this week if he plays? I mean, he didn't practice today, but if he plays, can he build upon his effort last game? Yeah, I, I really do think that he can. We saw the Denver Broncos try and leave him one-on-one -on -one for a lot of the day, and we saw a very, very big game out of Frank Clark. Out of Alex Okafor as well. They left him one-on-one -on -one as well. They did a really good job of scheming up pressures for those two, particularly to get one-on-one -on -one matchups. Three-man rushes where you've got a one-on-one -on -one matchup on the outside is fantastic. But Frank Clark was able to use power, was able to use speed, and his high, high motor that they've been talking about so much, he really did wreck the game a little bit. And then we kind of got to see the brace that he was wearing on his left arm after the game We've kind of seen that hanging out under his sleeve, and then this week now he's got a neck injury. You hope that those sorts of things aren't affecting his play and that we get the player that we saw last Thursday. Right, and that would be the worst because you've been waiting for that version of Frank Clark all year, and now after mm -hmm. he finally has a good game, you wonder if he even goes on Sunday Night Football. Mysterious neck injury. I guess we'll get more information potentially on that tomorrow. I want to go back to Anthony Hitchens. Like I mentioned, he's really a key for this defense. Just how much better did you notice the Chiefs defense was with him as opposed to his replacement over Ben Neiman for a couple games? It's just, it's simply everybody playing together, everybody understanding which gap that they're supposed to be in, everybody being on the same page. We saw against Indianapolis and against Houston after Anthony Hitchens went out, there's a lot of mix-ups. A lot of guys ending up in the same gaps, leaving big, wide-open run lanes for people to run through. Even their pass rush lanes were a little poor trying to get to the quarterback there. They just weren't. They were running all over each other and stepping on each other's toes. Anthony Hitchens comes in, and all of a sudden, everybody's doing their job a little bit better, and everybody's owning their gap a little bit better. Now, 
they definitely took advantage of a poor Denver offense there. But they're a good rushing offense, and the Chiefs were able to control the line, control the gaps, keep these guys within the tackle box, and then make plays. He he just was kind of the glue that held everything together. And then he made some splash plays as well. I, I want that version of Anthony Hitchens out there on the field because that version of Anthony Hitchens is the version that we were promised by Brett Beach and Andy Reid when they brought him in. Craig, uh, the run defense is fixed. There will never be another rushing yard allowed for the entirety of the season. Um, I do have a question for you because you watched the All-22. The coverage wasn't really challenged against the Broncos uh, all that much because Joe Flacco's not particularly good throwing the football. Um, do you think that you're seeing progress there, and how do you think that they'll hold up against the Packers? I, I'm frankly a little bit worried about how they're going to hold up against the Packers. On the outside there, I think Mo Claiborne's been pretty good, and I like the intensity that he's brought to the game. You've seen him make a couple big tackles. He's not afraid to get in there and make a play on the outside. The Chiefs have kind of all year long given up the underneath stuff as much as they can and tried to keep a lid on top of these cornerbacks. That's why they played so much split safety throughout the year. So that's one of those situations where if you're going to allow everything underneath, you have to have players that can rally to the ball quickly, get quick stops. Mo Claiborne looked good doing that. Rashad Fenton did a little bit too. But these guys, like you said, weren't really challenged down the field. Uh, the Chiefs sent eight on one play. There were four receivers out there. I don't know if you guys can do quick math, but that's three coverage defenders versus four receivers. There's wide open receivers. That's a Madden call, them. Craig. That's that's on Madden. It's, it, yeah, yeah. It's it's a tough situation there. The Chiefs cornerbacks, I think, are a little bit better than we thought that they were, but they're still not particularly good. And then the linebackers in coverage, woof. You put Reggie Ragland out there, they get a lot slower on the field. That's going to be a situation where some teams are going to take advantage of it. Green Bay really likes to throw the ball to the running backs. It could be this week. Craig, final question here. The Chiefs should get Sammy Watkins back this week. You finally have him with Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Kill, but it's Matt Moore throwing the football. This is finally a game where the Chiefs defense is going to need to step up. How excited are you for this type of game, and can they actually – Rise to the occasion. This is the reason you brought in Tyron Matthew. This is the reason you brought in Frank Clark, Anthony Hitchens. You want these guys right here. These are the leaders. These are the loudest voices in the locker room. These are the ones that you brought in to make this defense not be soft anymore and to be able to step up and rise to the occasion. They were able to do that against Denver. They did not miss a beat with Patrick Mahomes going down. They owned up to it. They decided we're going to step up and we're going to shut this game down, and they did. You've got to see that out of these guys this week. I want to see that intensity. I want to see that aggression out of these guys. You know, Green Bay's a very talented team. Aaron Rodgers is a very talented quarterback. He's going to get his. But you play with that kind of aggression and intensity throughout the course of the year, good things are just going to happen. I need to see that again. I think they relish the opportunity to step up and try and make something out of this without Mahomes on the sidelines. That is the voice of our defensive film analyst, Craig Stout at ArrowheadPride.com. You can catch his latest, reviewing the Chiefs' defensive efforts against the Texans and Broncos, which is his defensive trends and tabulations for Week 6 and 7, right now at ArrowheadPride.com. Craig, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Arrowhead Pride Radio.